Well, good morning, everyone. And happy Advent season. You know, I think I love this season, actually, and I, but I also think that December has got to be the busiest month of the year. Um, you know, most people love the holiday season, but for a, for a lot of people, it's, it's not so great. You know, it can be very stressful and, and challenging for some, you know, for many different reasons. You know, many people can feel exhausted and drained preparing for the holidays around the corner. And that's, that's all understandable. But the one thing I, I want us, but the one thing I want us to be on guard against, my friends, is, is not to let that, that drowsiness drift into our spiritual lives. You know, maybe this already has for some of us. But today, brothers and sisters, the church invites us to wake up. Today is the new year for the church. And I want to reflect with you on how we should allow God's time to give meaning to our lives. You know, the world celebrates the new year on January 1st, which I think is, you know, somewhat arbitrary. But that's not the new year for us, my friends. As Catholics, today is New Year's Day. We begin the season of Advent and the new liturgical year for us. So I want you to think about this, brothers and sisters, as we begin the new year of our faith. What does it mean for us Christians? I mean, what does, what does time, time really mean? Why do, we, why do we mark the passing of time? And here's the real question. Why do we celebrate a new year? <laughs> you know, whether it be the secular new year or the church new year. You know, in, in Greek mythology, the Greek word for time is chronos. And in this ancient Greek mythology, time was a god who ate all his children. Not a lovely thought, is it? Well, the point for them was that, that time devours everything. And as we begin Advent, brothers and sisters, Today's celebration for Catholics begs the question of, of meaning, of meaning. You know, you know, there's a world out there that no longer believes in God. So for those people, time can become something meaningless. And that leads to a mindset where people lose hope. It's just one day after another. You know, that's why the secular New Year on January 1st really has no meaning for, for many people. But for Christians, time is different. Today is a new year, and I want to invite you to understand that you are different, brothers and sisters. You are not like all the other people in the world. Time for you and I is not meaningless. You know, much of the modern material world doesn't know how to find meaning in life. So because of this, it, it throws itself into activities. The world goes through life at a rushing pace because it doesn't know what else to do. 
It lives by the ideology that everything will end. So this causes people to not think about death, to not think about time eating away what is theirs. But the church lives on hope, my friends. And here's why. Advent always looks towards Christmas. But the church looks two ways during Advent. There are two pillars of meaning that give Advent its character and gives meaning to our lives. The first one is the birth of Jesus. And the second is the coming of Jesus at the end of time, which is what our gospel is about today. You know, every Advent, the church gives us both. She wants us to look backwards to Bethlehem, to his first coming in time, and she wants us to look forward to the day that Jesus returns. And if you want to have meaning in your lives, brothers and sisters, if you want a life that has purpose and fulfillment and joy and says that I am here for a reason, not just rushing through life, seeking power and pleasure and distraction. Believe me, there is something greater. There is an ultimate fulfillment. And if you want that, my friends, then we must have both of these pillars the church reminds us of during Advent. The first pillar, we look backwards towards Bethlehem. And I, I hope, of course, nobody's going to Israel now, but I hope you get a chance to visit Bethlehem someday. It's amazing. It's a cool little town close to Jerusalem. It's, it's one of the last places in Israel that, that has a dominant Christian population. But unfortunately, it's shrinking. But I want you to remember this, brothers and sisters. Bethlehem tells us who we are. Meaning is connected to the question of identity. You know, I think all, almost everyone goes through a period in their lives where they, they struggle with identity and their purpose in life. And one of the most helpful things to do when this happens is to remember where you come from. That's how you know who you are, my friends. For me, you know, I, I look back to my parents and grandparents and the different people in my life who have have helped me in my human formation. They tell me who I am. So to know who you are, brothers and sisters, you must know where you come from. And Christianity was born in a place called Bethlehem. So the first pillar of Advent and the first pillar of our lives is the birth of Christ. You know, time is not simply one day after another. God entered time and he entered your life because he loves you. And when life gets hard and when you're suffering, when you look back to that first coming of Christ and you remember that you are loved, that you come from somewhere, that you have a God who loves you, that you have an identity. You're not a nobody. You are a member of the family of God because of what happened in Bethlehem.
And the second pillar is the return of Christ. And this is important, my friends, because you know, so many people in the secular world don't think about death. And the reason they don't is because they don't believe in God, so they don't want to think about it. But we do, because we do believe in God, because there is a hope, because our lives are going somewhere. There is a fulfillment, there is a redemption, and we don't just fear death, we actually hope for the return of Christ to redeem the world. You know, you could say the the modern secular world is on a road trip with no map, no GPS, and no direction. You know, the trip itself might be fun, but they don't know where they are going. They have no destination. But that is not true for us, brothers and sisters. Jesus today, he tells us to watch, to be awake. Something is coming, my friends. And our hope is anchored in that. Your life is not meaningless. It is directed towards Him. You know, in our gospel, you know, Jesus uses a metaphor. He says, He says, Watch, therefore, you do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or in the morning. And notice this. You know, those four timestamps that Jesus mentions, they refer to the four watches of the night. So Jesus is telling us that the time we are living in is the night. It's a dark time. But we stay awake and we watch because we know that He is coming. So to sum things up, brothers and sisters, Try not to get consumed, you know, by the craziness of this time of year. It is not Christmas yet. <laughs> it is Advent. You know, don't let the beauty and, and preparation of this Advent season slip away from you. You know, don't let the world distract you from this gift. Your life has meaning, purpose, direction, and it has two pillars. The coming of Christ tells you who you are. You are a beloved son or daughter of God, and your life is going somewhere. It is going to redemption. So, Lord Jesus, I, I offer this prayer to you today. In a world of much darkness, sin, despair, and lack of hope, Jesus, may our hearts know where we come from and where, and may we know where we are going. Lord, may we hope and wait for your return with joy and expectation. Amen.